Live from Desolation Row slash Margaritaville, this is uh, Duff Dixon here with the very first episode of Play It By Year, the podcast or the live radio show or whatever you want to call this thing that examines the history of popular music one year at a time. You just heard the song Erotic City by Prince and Sheila E from the year that will encompass All of the music I will be playing on tonight's show, 1984, a year which, in my opinion, is a real high watermark for popular music. Uh, This show came about because, well, I guess this show came about, I should should kind of explain who I am and what's happening here. Um, I already said I'm Duff Dixon. Uh, I'm originally from Beaumont, Texas. I played uh, quarterback for the Westbrook High School uh, Bruins. That's a 5A second division football team in the great state of Texas. Uh, 
I was started quarterback on, let's see, 2004, 2005, graduated class 2005. In 2005, I took the Bruins to the, to the 5A state championship. Uh, we did lose that game. It was, you can blame, the blame should be placed squarely at my feet for that loss. That was a kind of my, I have this theory that, uh, that, that patterns are prophecy and people follow patterns. And my pattern is that I get to the big stage, you know, I take it all the way to the house, but then once I'm there, I choke, you know, I, I, I fumble my opportunities. That's just who I am. That's the kind of man that I am. Case in point, we follow my story from there. I did. I was able to get a, a four-year scholarship to Texas A&M. Uh, I was a third-string quarterback on that team. I didn't really see a lot of action. I, I mostly warmed a bench, but I did focus up real hard on my academics, and I, I graduated as a major in international affairs, and then I applied to the CIA. I did get a job working at the agency, working for the CIA, Five years into uh, my my time there, I was tapped uh, for a an elite and top secret project within the CIA at a black site in Nevada, Project Archangel. And the what that kind of encompassed, what Project Archangel was all about, was the use of a device, a technological device given to human beings by aliens from another dimension. It's a wearable piece of tech. It kind of looks like a wristwatch, and it's essentially a time machine. While you wear it on your wrist, you can kind of hop and skip and jump throughout the timeline as you see fit to your whimsy, or in my case, of course, on my assignment. Um, of course, the trade-off, the kind of the unfortunate side effect of human beings using a piece of technology design to be used by beings from another dimension is that once you affix the, we called it the, uh, the, the recontinuator, once you affix the recontinuator to your wrist and you power it on, it bonds itself to your life force for 10 billion years and it will preserve your physical form. Uh, you will not age or die, but you will be trapped as an operator of the recontinuator during that time. So I spent, if you look at me today and we have, we kind of, we kind of trade, we, in the agency, we talk about continuous time. That's time as it is, as it is experienced on the earth by the, by the citizens, by the denizens of the earth versus empirical time, empirical time being the time that you as an operator are experiencing while you are exiting continuous time so in my i look to be a 33 year old man in continuous time i am 33 years old empirically i am 10 billion and 33 years old and i gotta say growing up i was not really much of a music guy uh was never really a big interest for me i think when i joined the agency i had a cd wallet in my car that only had two discs in it uh, one of those discs, I believe, was uh, Big and Rich, the self-titled Big and Rich debut album. And the other one was, I want to say it was the very best of Sheryl Crow. And I probably pop one of those two in every now and then, but otherwise I wasn't really into music. But, you know, 10 billion years is a long time. And when you're off the clock, when you're not actively doing your work, it can be a lonely existence for us. We called ourselves time astronauts 
for a times tornado, it can be a lonely existence. You don't have a lot of liaisons. You don't have a lot of contacts. I did have an artificial uh, intelligence companion named Archie. However, I, I just started crate digging, you know, just buying records, listening to music, getting real into popular music. And I mean like a, an eclectic broad spectrum of popular music, pop, uh, hip-hop, rock and roll, dance music. If it floats your boat, there's there's a good chance it floats my boat. That's what I'm I'm trying to say here. And uh and so I st- well, I guess I should say the reason that I'm back in the in the in the private sector is I completed my 10 billion years of service, my shift uh as a timestronaut and operator of the recontinuator. I failed my mission, which is that's kind of a tricky subject. To talk, I guess I'll just say the my mission and the mission of Project Archangel, uh, on the whole, was to alter the the events of history in order to try to pre- prevent uh, a happening that takes place at the end of the year 2021, which we internally refer to as the Cataclysm. It is essentially it's an event that that causes the agonizing death of all life on planet Earth. That's kind of all I can really say about it in detail. So my job was just to kind of you know pop back to this period in time, try something here, pop forward. Does the does the cataclysm still happen? Yes, it did. Okay, let's go back, try something else. So it's ten billion years of that I failed. Like I said, people follow patterns. My pattern is I make it to that big stage, but I just I can't quite you know how it is. Anyhow. Now I'm I'm back to 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 life here as a private citizen, and I just thought, what do I want to do with my time? What do I want? And just I decided I want to show that I can use to talk about and engage with the things that that I have fun with, that I feel passionate about. So this is a show that is about popular music and its history. It's also about high school football. I'm I'm very involved with high school football, especially on the Texas stage. But I mean nationally i i know a thing or two about it nationally and that's going to be the focus here of play it by year the show that explores the history of popular music one year at a time and it's 1984 night we're about to start our first block of uh, of music the first block will be focused on kind of synth pop and dance music and each block will kind of have a different focus i hope y'all enjoy it please stick with me i'm duff dixon you're listening to play it by year 1984 
right, you just heard, let's see, what did you just hear? You just heard Time to Move by Carmen. You just heard, uh, you just heard Small Town Boy by Bronski Beat. You just heard Eyes by Cleo. And we started off that block with Since Yesterday by Strawberry Switchblade. Bronski Beat, this is interesting. Bronski Beat was a, was a Glasgow, uh, Scotland band, uh, Comprised of four members who were all out gay in 1984, an extremely admirable, courageous way to uh, to live your life, and I, and I mean, I, you can only just kind of be so deeply impressed and thankful for kind of people who spearheaded the culture like that. That's a good point. That's worth mentioning. When we think back to that end of the 70s backlash against dance and disco music by the rock DJs of that time, the disco sucks movement. Important to remember that 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 stuff was just as much rooted in homophobia and in racism as it was in a a dislike of non-hard rock and music. Um, Anyway, I thought it would be smart of us to, to maybe kick things off, open up the phone lines here. Because, I mean, who doesn't like to take a phone call on a radio show, right? I'm not here to reinvent the wheel. I'm here to, I'm here to, to step, stand in the, in the foot, feet, footsteps of giants, if you will. I thought I would prompt you guys to call in maybe with a little bit of a topic of the night. My topic of the night, I subscribe to this self-made theory that, uh, that pop music it has five giants like imagine if there was a mount rushmore of popular music in my opinion the five giants on that mountain would be number one miles davis number two david bowie number three prince who we heard from earlier tonight number four madonna and number five kanye west uh, if y'all want to talk about that, maybe you could. Maybe a topic could be like, how would you rank the big five from from greatest to least greatest? And then who would you add if you could add a sixth person? That could be a topic that we could talk about on here. Anyway, I thought I'd open up the phone lines. Looks like we have a caller. I'm gonna go ahead and bring them on right now. Caller, you're on the air. Who who am I talking to? Hello, hello. This is this is Lorraine. Oh, hi there. Uh, nice to meet you. How are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm I'm good, Duff. How are you? Good. It's good to hear your voice. You're sounding a little quiet. Let me bring you up a little bit, see if I can get you a little bit better than that. Can you talk again there? Can you hear me better? Yeah, a little bit better. There we go. That's better. Can I call you Duff? Is that okay? Yeah, please call me Duff. I insist that you call me Duff. Mr. Dixon, I feel very uncomfortable with. Some people were saying Mr. Dixon earlier. Not your fault. You don't know. I just don't feel comfortable being called that. How you doing tonight? How you how you how you feeling? Did you have a good day? What did you do today? Oh, I had a I had a good day. Yeah, I wasn't too busy. It's uh, I like listening to the nineteen eighty four. It's good. And and then did you? Let me ask you a question. Did you did you were you alive for nineteen eighty four? Is this an era that you remember? No, I was not alive. No. Right, right. Yeah, me either. I was born in 1987. This is all just kind of in the rear view for me. Although, of course, I've been to 1984. I've spent a lot of time in 1984. Uh, but oh. not as such like myself. I've never never spent time there, uh, you know, as a birth human. Only as a time traveler, only as a timester not. What about the topic tonight? Did you hear the topic tonight? Do you have any opinions on, on the big uh, five or, or the big six if you brought one to the table yourself? Um, I, I guess I do. Is that okay to share? 
my opinion. Yeah, of course. The floor is yours. I mean, I, you know, I'm not a stickler for nothing. You, this is your time. I think Miles Davis takes all five spots. So just kick out Bowie, you kick out Prince, you kick out Madonna, you kick out Kanye West. You just got five Miles Davis. And I picture, in my head, I picture like Cool Jazz era Miles Davis, or maybe Bebop, Bebop era Miles Davis, Cool Jazz era Miles Davis, Fusion Miles Davis, like kind of washed up talk show long hair face like leather Miles Davis and then you know near death shows up in documentaries Miles Davis usually to like kind of cuss people out and talk about how he hates stuff well what was the 1984 Miles Davis like which era is that you know it was kind of the tail end of the fusion era and we were we were definitely into the kind of Miles Davis shows up on uh, tomorrow shows up on on some kind of late night talk show and people asking about the great records. So I will tell you, he was still making some pretty cool stuff at that time, although it's it's not as visible as some of the bigger earlier records. Uh, would you would you expand it to a, a number six and then put a six Miles Davis on there, maybe a skeleton? Um, no, I would take the rest of your top artists and put them all number six except for Kanye West. Well, this was electrifying. I, I thank you so much for calling into the show, and I hope that you're enjoying yourself. Uh, let me ask you something. When you think of 1984 and the music of 1984, what style springs to mind for you? Well, aren't you like a time bandit, so you could go back to 1984 and tell us um i'm not really a bandit per se because i don't you know i I, I leave and live and let live and let lie i don't really not about sort of plundering anything or amassing a personal collection of artifacts or nothing like that but i mean i just mean from you from your association i mean i'm sure you think of george orwell and big brother but then musically 1984 what's what does 1984 sound like in your head what kind of music is playing on the radio um it sounds like the one hit wonder 99 left balloons from 1984 it's just on repeat the whole time Correct. I agree. The correct answer was heavy metal and hardcore, and that's what we're playing going into this next block. Thanks for calling into the show.
All right, I hope y'all threw up the horns and rocked out and, uh, and had a good time with that block. You just heard For Whom the Bell Tolls by Metallica. Before that, Killed by Death by Motorhead and The Glory of Man by Minutemen. And we started that block off with Aces High by Iron Maiden. Iron ba- Maiden, a band with a mascot, Eddie the, the ghoul or the zombie or whatever, I really identify with that little zombie feller. I feel like I kind of feel like an Eddie when I wake up first thing in the morning. I'm just kind of like, oh boy, maybe I should roll over and get another hour. But you got to keep going. You got to get up and hit the ground. We're going to go to the phone lines again. I figured I'd maybe kick you off with another topic. Remember, you can take or leave these. These are just to stimulate conversation, not necessarily to fence it in. Uh, as many of you probably know, Westbrook High School in Beaumont, Texas just announced that their star running back, Thaddeus George, has suffered an ACL injury uh, in practice and will not be on the lineup this Thursday for the first game of the season. I guess my question is just, how big of a blow is this to the Bruins' offense, and do they have the depth to be competitive in 5A Division II this year if he does not heal up, if he needs surgery, or if this is something serious? I do have a caller here, so I guess I'm going to go ahead and throw on over to them. Hey, you're on with uh, with Duff Dixon. This is Play It By Year. Who am I, who am I talking to? Uh, this is Fangorn Galaxy Brain. Uh, you can you can refer to me as Richard. Richard, you said Fangor Galaxy Brain. Uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's me in the chat. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay, that's like a hand. I get it. That's like a username or a handle. Uh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, that's my username. Uh, I, if if you are calling me Richard, make sure you try to pronounce it in all caps because that is referring to my previous straw man entity rather than my flesh and blood person. Uh, pronounce Richard in all caps. So do I kind of like you mean? Do I do it with emphasis like this, like Richard? Yeah, that's 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 about right. All right, Richard. It's good to talk to you tonight on the show. Are you enjoying the music tonight? Uh, yeah, the music is good. Uh, mostly, I have many many questions about. I know, man. Let's get a, let's get into it. Thaddeus George is he going to heal up in time to get to bring this team to the playoffs? Oh no, I have no interest whatsoever in football. Uh, I'm referring to your pre- previous uh, occupation as a CIA agent, time strewn out. Oh I yeah, lots mm-hmm. of questions. Uh, well, it just that's fine. You, that's fine. I'm more than happy to talk shop with you. But just just to kind of make sure that everybody knows, this isn't really a show about you know time travel and aliens and the end of, of life on earth or nothing like that. It's, it's more of a light, easy listening music history and high school football show, but I'm happy to, to, to shoot the breeze with you. What do you got? What's on your mind, Richard? Well, I'm, I'm sure the, the obvious question that everybody's going to have is, uh, is what, what, what is the nature of the cataclysm that you claim is coming in a little over one year from today? Well, uh, that's, that's tricky actually, Richard, because it, I have a pretty, as you probably have guessed, I have a pretty relaxed uh, clearance to speak about my experiences on Project Archangel, and and they're very they're very loose and casual about that. The one topic that we're pretty secretive and protective about is the actual nature of the cataclysm, and it's not Richard. It really isn't a, a situation of like 
you can't handle the truth or we're being dark and secretive. It's really operational. It, one of the main uh, variables that we're able to keep under control as we experiment to try to stop the cataclysm is that there is not a bunch of panic leading up to it. Because if, if word were to kind of like disseminate about what this was, it might make the operations very difficult. I hope, I hope that makes sense to you. Is that all right? Sure. 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 But, uh, you know, for, for my own, uh, for my own purposes, I, you know, I, I, and, and I can tell that you're a passionate man, Richard, and that you're highly focused. And those are two, that's, that's actually a couple of things that I really admire about somebody, but I should also let you know that I have a surgical implant in my body that will alert the agency in the event that I were to ever begin to disclose the nature of the cataclysm. Uh, it would just know from my sport, my thought and my speech patterns that I was doing so. And then as a result of that, Richard, depending on if there was, a, if the Timestronaut who is serving currently had a free moment, they might just jump to the time right before I said that and prevent me from saying that. But if they were busy, then the CIA would just uh, deploy black operatives to kill me and then anybody who heard me say that. So that's all the listenership. That's you. So that's just another reason why it's very difficult for us to get into the cataclysm. How, how about this? How about this? Uh, if, if I were to, say, guess the nature of the cataclysm uh, and you were to not respond in any way, that, that probably would not trigger your, uh, your implant. Would that be, would that be uh, I guess? Okay, so then let me... Let me see that we're on the same page here, Richard, is that you would, let's say you guessed incorrectly, I would say no. And then if you right. guessed correctly, I would say nothing? That would be correct. And only, only you would say nothing if I am 100% correct. Because you can't, I understand that you can't dis describe the nature of it, so you can't tell me if I'm right in some ways. So... I imagine I just have to be a hundred percent correct. I mean, with a look, I don't want to. I'm not gonna. I don't want to spoil anybody's fun. I guess that's fine. I'm. A, I'd be all right with that, Richard. If you wanted to to make a guess about that, I'd be okay with that. Okay, guess number one. Uh, Abraham Lincoln's third reincarnation bursts from his amber cocoon held inside the Yellowstone caldera, and he pushes the moon at Canada in revenge for his imprisonment. But he misjudges how hard to push the moon, and he obliterates the planet. Third? No. No? Okay, guess two. The last holdouts of the Viet Cong operating out of a tracker maintenance facility in Dubuque discover the real Higgs boson particle, and it creates a black hole that swallows the universe. N no. Okay, guess number three. Wildfires in California get increasingly out of control, overwhelming firefighters, and finally unite, unite to form Wild Furious, the ancient god of fires, and then Wild Furious burns away the atmosphere in a worldwide conflagration to rival the burning surface of the sun. Wow, no! Okay, guess number four. Big Tobacco, Big Pharma, and Big Mac try to push the new opiate of the masses, Big Flubber, and the out-of-control substance hurdles the tectonic plates into orbit so that either you freeze in the cold, infinite blackness of space or you fall into the molten core of the Earth and are eaten by lava moles. 
God, that's so specific. No, it, I, listen, I'm going to cut you off actually there, Richard. I want Here's the thing. I want you to, to pursue your bliss and to do the things that make you happy. Ultimately, though, this is my show, and, and the focus here, as I said, is more on music history and high school football. Uh, so if you want to call back you know, next week or another week and, and do this again, I'd be more than happy to have you on, Richard, but can we just keep it maybe to one of these guesses per week just, just to, so that it's still my time and I feel like... I can do what I want to do with my time, Richard. I appreciate that if you if you agree to those terms. I agree to those terms. That's All right. Fair. Thank you so much, Richard. Any thoughts about Thaddeus George and his injury? Uh, no, none whatsoever. All right. Well, I'm going to leave you there, Richard. Thanks for calling in. Uh, we're going to keep the music going. And up next, I'm very excited for this block because this is truly the golden age of a little genre that I call hip-hop music coming right now. On Play It By Year with me, Duff Dixon, 1984. Yes, my word is born, and that's no mistake. 
time we use it in the wrong way. Now you can look the word up again and again, but the dictionary doesn't know the meaning of friends. And if you ask me, you know I couldn't be much help because a friend's somebody you judge for yourself. Some are okay and they treat you real cool, and some mistake your kindness for being a fool. We like to be with some because they're funny. Others come around when they need some money. Some you grew up with around the way, and you're still real close to this very day. Whole boys through the summer, winter, spring, and fall. And then there's some we wish we never knew at all. And this list goes on again and again. But these are the people that we call friends. together we barely knew each other we had no intentions on becoming lovers but in no time at all you became my girl me and you one-on-one -on -one against the world talking on the telephone for hours at a time and else i was at your house or you was at mine and then came the arguments and all kinds of problems besides making love we had nothing in common it couldn't last longer because it started out strong but i guess we went about the whole thing wrong because out of nowhere it just came to an end because we became lovers before we were friends She shook your hand, she stole your man And it was done so sweet, it had to be a plan Couldn't trust her with cheese, let alone your keys With friends like that, you don't need enemies You wonder how long it was all going on And you're still not sure if your gladiator is gone You say, well, if she took him, he was never mine But deep inside, you know that's just another lie And now you're kind of cold towards people you meet Cause of something that was done to you by some creep But nevertheless, I'll say it again That these are the people that we call friends one for the money and two for the time and you just heard four classic hip-hop tracks that was friends by houdini 
Before that, we had Jam On It by Nucleus, Rock Box by Run DMC, and we kicked off that block with Fat Boys by Fat Boys from the album Fat Boys. Gotta love the three for three eponymous song. Always a, always a pleasure when one of those pops up. Hey, I'm going to go over to the phones again just to remind y'all, I did have a couple of topics that are up for grabs tonight. If you want to talk about Thaddeus George running back of the... Uh, of the sorry wide receiver of the of the Westbrook uh, high school Bruins uh, got his torn ACL not gonna be able to play this week that that's up for grabs I'm also doing that thing with the uh, the big five you know the big five uh, pop stars which I which I list as being uh, Miles Davis David Bowie Prince, Madonna, and Kanye West. If you want to order the that list from strongest to least strong, you can do that or add a sixth one on. Uh, that's another topic. Or just, you know, talk about whatever's on your heart tonight, whatever's on your head, and uh, and we'll get a conversation going. I got somebody on the phones right now. Let's throw over to them. Hi, you're on Play It By Year with Duff Dixon. Who am I speaking to? Oh, hey, Duff. You're speaking to Bryce. I'm a, I'm a long-time talker, first-time caller. Well, you have to be a first-time caller. I've never done this before. But Bryce, welcome to the show. How are you doing tonight? I've never called anybody. <laughs> All right, because you're. Let me guess. Are you like a late millennial or an, or 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 a early Zoomer who who only does text messaging? I'm I'm a little bit of more. I'm a little bit on the fence. You know, it depends on depends on how foggy my memory bank is. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Mental fog is really serious. I recommend echinacea. I recommend uh, I recommend vitamin A, but you can overdose on vitamin A, so you got to be careful. Ginseng is also good for memory, uh, but you want to make sure to find something on the label that says that it's been actually you know investigated by a testing body to make sure that it's got what it says on the label. Bryce, what are you calling to talk about tonight? Well, uh, that prompted a question that I don't want to. How do you how do you compartmentalize your memories, having ten billion years of memory? Well, I was selected, Bryce, because of a personality test given to me by the agency that showed that I was an extremely mellow, live in the now kind of guy. And I think that because of that, I'm I tend to just think about my life as if it is a mandala painting on the beach, waiting for the ocean waves to kind of wash away what came before, ready to make something new in the sand tomorrow. And that really was what Project Archangel was all about. What are you going to do today to try to prevent, you know, the death of all life on Earth? Really, the the most I can tell you is if you're having a, tr- a hard time getting over your past or, or you know, untangling your memories, it could be genetic more than anything. So you might just be cursed to relive your failures and pine for your past glories for the rest of your life. Maybe not. What do I know? I'm just a guy. Do you, do you think this this sense of renewal that you have that that got you to be chosen for Project Archangel do you, does it contribute to the to the list you've made of the of the five the five pop pop artists? Well, you and know how, how they they were constantly shape shifting. They were constantly you know renewing the present. That's a good point. All of them were, were prone to reinvention. Madonna, Bowie, Miles had distinct eras and styles. Maybe that's what I'm attracted to by them, Bryce. Maybe it's the, 
it's the concept of, of starting fresh, of not being encumbered by your baggage, by your history. Can you Let me hear you. How would you rank the big five, personally? Uh, probably put Miles first, Kanye second, Bowie third, Prince fourth, and Madonna fifth. I think that's a pretty good power ranking. And what if you were to expand it to a number six? If you had a six name to add to that list, who would you pick? That gets tricky because I'd probably have to go, though, with Brian Wilson. Yeah, of course. Brian Wilson, important for two major reinventions, right? Because there was the first reinvention. That was an intentional reinvention to go from bubblegum, surf, novelty, music guru into pocket symphony, composing, brilliant artist. And then the second reinvention was wholly unintentional as a kind of, you know, cursed insane eccentric recluse and and still nevertheless sometimes you set out to reinvent yourself you pop on the cone bra you know you're like hey bitches brew we're gonna get some we're gonna get a, a different kind of rhythm section here sometimes you just go crazy and there's a new you both are valid forms of reinvention yeah yeah i i, I would tend to agree or uh, somewhat in the case of sun Ra. You could have you have a, a alien experience. Did you did you ever encounter Sun Ra traveling through the space waves? No, but I but I, I'm familiar with his uh, report on on contact with with uh, you know beings from beyond this realm, and I do think that a lot of it matches up with what I know to be true. And I am a big fan of the music of Sun Ra, and I do think that a big experience like that can really change an artist's direction. Are you an artist, Bryce? Do you like to generate creatively in your spare time? Oh, not too much, no. You're more of a consumer and and, uh, and an appreciator of fine things? Yeah. A, a more of a passive body. Well, maybe, maybe all that stands between you and being a part of the big six yourself is a big event in your life like that. For example, an alien encounter. Uh, there's, there's something I've heard of as a, as a portal slippage where you end up on another planet. You go to sleep on this one, wake up on another one. Any of those things might turn yeah. you into the next right artist. Do you have any contacts that you, that you could perhaps provide me, you know, maybe get a, get a leg up on, on, finding one of these portals or finding one of these these alien contacts well how do you feel about working for the united states government maybe maybe we can do something a little a little more clandestine yeah i don't know i think you might be out of luck if you're looking for a job where you get to hang out with little spacemen then I, then i'm your guy but if you just want a phone number i don't know i wouldn't feel too comfortable just passing out one of them you know but hey if you feel like i want to go disrupt a foreign government i want to go assassinate a, a head of state then give me give me a buzz and maybe i can hook you up with somebody until then Bryce, i think we're going to get back to the music but i appreciate you calling into the show uh do hang out we got one more big block of music coming up and i think you're going to enjoy it coming up folks before we finish up tonight i wanted to do one last block uh let's check in with white guys what are white guys doing in 1984 right i mean you know obviously heavy metal had plenty of them too but let's look at like not cool kind of wussy white guys to finish out the night i thought we'd do a little block of like new wave and alternative and uh 
And I thought we could kick that off right now with a little song by the Psychedelic Furs here on Play It By Year with Duff Dixon, 1984.
I hope that you found an alternative to not having a bad time during that alternative block. Duff Dixon is back for another round of Play It By Year. I'm going to go to the phone lines as usual, but I want to remind y'all that I do have a couple of topics going at the moment. We've got uh, Thaddeus George uh, ACL injury. We've got the big five. How would you order them? Would you add a six? Uh, Or, and again, I do encourage this. Anything else that's on your mind or in your heart, you're free to talk to it. We got somebody on the line right now. You're on with with Duff Dixon. Play it by year. Who must who am I talking to at the moment? Oh, that's starting off. You're starting off with a bit of a tough question there, uh, Duff. You see, I I'm, I belong to a race of ancient time traveling aliens, uh, and we don't have names. But uh, fortunately, uh, there there is a title uh, with which. Uh, members of your species have historically referred to me in the past, which is um, uh, what? Excuse me. It's it's been a while since I've spoken to a member of your race, relatively speaking. You know, because of the time travel. But uh, I think the name they used to call me was uh, Doctor Who. Sorry, say that one more time. Uh, I'm Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, I'm sorry. I'm just checking my mental ledgers for. Time-traveling alien species who do not have traditional names in their culture. I guess you are you a Corinian or a Clockwork Elf. Corinian uh, is what some members of your race refer to my race as. Okay, sure. I actually I dated a Corinian very briefly. Um, in uh, well, I guess it's it'd be meaningless to say when because it was during my empirical time, but it was a. Uh, uh, year six billion, I believe. A your, real nice your lady. Time dump is actually what I'm calling to discuss with you. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, you get you got my ear, man. I mean, keep keep in mind, of course, this is primarily a, a high school football and uh, popular culture music chat show. Oh, uh, is this we're on some kind of music sh- radio show? What is this? Well, yeah, I mean, it's play it by year. We're like playing uh, hit songs and 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 stuff that I like from 1984 tonight. But I, but uh, hey, man, the floor is yours. Whatever you want to talk about, I'm here to talk about it. Just just you know, maybe try to bring it back around to high school football if you can. No pressure. Well, I was given. I, I didn't know I was calling into some kind of entertainment radio show. 
I was given this uh, Skype handle by a fine, nice uh, young Egyptian lad that I met uh, uh, while visiting the construction site of uh, the Sphinx. Uh, and the reason uh, why I was there was that I was I was tracing a series of events that I've been uh, tracking going on throughout history over the course of the past, like you said, 10 billion years uh, empirical time. Uh, that's kind of what I do. I, I travel throughout time going on adventures and things like that. Uh, and on the course of my adventures, uh, this might be a bit awkward, but uh, I, I, I've come to discover that some kind of uh, event that happened as a result of your meddling in the time stream uh, resulted in the destruction of my entire planet and the genocide of my race. Oh my... Listen... Doctor Who, I am I'm beat red if you could see me right now. That is embarrassing. Do you know particularly what it was I did? That, that's, that... The, that's the problem, Doc. I've been, I, for the past several empirical years, I've been traveling around in time, kind of following in your footsteps, trying to see which exactly the you know event was that led to the destruction of my planet and the genocide of my race. As you know, as a fellow time traveler, you're aware that even the slightest disruption of something in the past can have an unforeseen effect in the future. That is true, but you also are aware that that whole butterfly effect thing, it's a little bit overhyped. More often than not, you're fine, but every now and then a butterfly I, will I, flap its so wings. What's frustrating and... about this whole thing, like you said, usually you're fine, but you, Duff, you seem to have stumbled upon that 1% in which your actions resulted in, like I said, the destruction of my planet. And the genocide of my entire race. Oh, the Carinians, that's brutal. That's extremely unfortunate was, to hear. It was quite a blow. It was quite a blow for a time traveler such as myself. And I, I'm, I'm calling because I was hoping you could provide me with an itemized list of all of the uh, changes you made while traveling through time. Uh, that would really just expedite this entire task that I've, I've undertaken and hopefully get me on a quicker track to undoing whatever it was you did and reversing the destruction of my home planet and the genocide of my entire race. I do know for a fact that that log exists in the form of a 9 million terabyte uh, PDF file that the CIA has access to. I do believe that it's, it's somewhat privileged information, but I can uh, petition to get it released on a, on a limited freedom of information released to you based on the fact that, as you said, I, I did create a, a pretty big oopsie, uh, is I guess what I would call it. Um, it. The other thing I could potentially do, Doctor... By the way, I'm a little rusty on Corinian hierarchical... I'm, I'm sorry, you're going to need to refer to me uh, by my entire title, Doctor Who. Uh, it, I'm sure you're aware, as a native English speaker... Doctor is also a title for somebody who practices medicine, and I don't do that. So if you were to refer to me simply as doctor, I, I would probably think that there is an actual doctor on the call, and you're speaking to him, and I wouldn't respond. Good point. My bad. I, don't, I want to avoid all confusion. I want to be a clear communicator. So Doctor Who, I'm a little bit rusty on Corinian hierarchical structures but are you what is what is referred to in that society as a time lord that i am yes that's exactly what i am i have a time lord i i travel throughout the universe in uh this this uh it, it is what you on earth would call 
a telephone box. It's blue. I call it the TARDIS. It's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. What we on Earth over the age of 30 would call a telephone box, let's be fair. I mean, under, underneath the age sure. of 30, they just go, what the heck is that thing? And then, you know, probably play uh, Flappy Bird or whatever they on there. They probably their... wouldn't even say it. They would just express it through those emojis. Yeah, they'd, they'd take a picture of it, and then there'd be a, a subtitle that says, WTF is this, and then, like, the crying laughing emoji pasted over it. That's what they would call it. Uh, the other option we have, Doctor Who, is... I, if we do figure out what it is that I did that caused this uh, this issue, uh, we we can actually request that the CIA send a time astronaut to. Well, the CIA wouldn't need to handle it at all. I'm a very adept time traveler and adventurer. I would it would probably just be the latest in my many misadventures in time. What's the best way to get a 90 million terabyte file to you, Doctor Who? Well, I could just tell you, if you would give me the location of the CIA and your exact uh, date in empirical time, I could just zip on over there in uh, my TARDIS and pick it up. Well, do you have like Gmail or AOL.com or something like that? I have a Hotmail account. Okay, do you have any kind of like data limitations? Because I could potentially just attach it to you. I'd love for you to call back next week and, and give us an update on how this is all going. And by the way, can I again just say from the bottom of my heart to you and to your now decimated race, whoopsie daisy. What a what mud on my face, Doctor Who. I'm so sorry about that. Well, I, I imagine you can, you can imagine that that doesn't really do much, but I, I suppose I do appreciate it. Um, all right, man. Hey, thank you for calling in. I guess I shouldn't call you man. Are you like a genderless entity? Yeah, I, I have, I have two different hearts. One is one, one is one gender and one is the other. Did you find that both of your hearts broke in, in, uh, like Congress in concert with one another when you learned about the fate of your species? It, they did. And it wasn't the first time. The last time it happened, I regenerated into an entirely different person which is something that I do on a regular basis. Very fascinating. We'll have to get more about this in, in subsequent columns if you don't mind calling back next week. And I will try to get those files to you uh, ASAP, as we say here on the big blue marble we call Earth. But until then, Doctor Who, thank you for your time, and I'm sorry for killing your friends and family. Hey, that's going to bring us to the end of our show today. Um, I do have an outro tune that I wanted to spin for y'all, and I thought I would also reveal what what year we're going to be going through because i'm very excited about it uh on the next episode which is going to be oh i don't know sunday or monday or tuesday one of those days next week and uh and i thought i wanted to open with one of my favorite years in music why not follow that up with what I believe to be the worst year in popular music history, which we will explore next week when we deep dive into 1974 on Play It By Year with me, Duff Dixon. I got one last song for you. You know, people talk a lot of smack about Billy Idol for being like an establishment stooge who stole the 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 outer shell of the punk rock movement and used it to make safe corporate music. And maybe on paper that makes sense. Maybe on paper that checks out. But could a stooge, could a husk, could a meaningless corporate artist have produced a song as beautiful, as legendary, as perfect, as eyes without a face, as I say goodnight to you, 
on Play It By Year 1984, Duff Dixon. Go Bruins!
is gone from your eyes I better realize Eyes without a face Eyes without a face Rise without a face, such a human waste. Rise. Without 